Fuck skeletons. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 41. Insert witty comment here. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, welcome back, Ross McQueen. Uh, thank you very much. Good to be back. Well, it's good to have you back. Excellent. We missed you. Excellent. I shed a tear. Yes. In, in uh, last week's flabby show. A tear. He was babbling like a little freaking baby. <laughs> that voice is to my right and it's Mr. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. I and should mention, I only call it flabby last week's show because it was a little overtime, apparently. Y- yeah. Yeah. A little. Mm. 14 minutes. What? What? That's nothing. Now, I've, uh, while I've been away, I've been uh, catching up on a bit of the World Cup soccer. Yes. Now, I oh, fell going asleep on? at the end of the Australia versus uh, Italy game. Did anything controversial happen? No, no, no. <laughs> Australia, uh, it, it was a draw and then they, uh, they just uh, tossed a coin. Ah, right. Okay. So, okay. so, no, nothing nothing controversial at all. You, oh, right, you didn't yeah. miss a thing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. That's good to hear. Oh, like, speaking of weeping, that really... Oh, my... The whole... All of Tuesday, pretty much, was just spent... <laughs> I, I was so upset. Can I can I just ask, what is it about the freaking sportos in this country that can't handle the concept of more than one style of football being played? I know, like all these freaking AFL yeah. fans going, soccer sucks, soccer sucks. Yeah. Now finally we can get over it. Oh my god, they never score. Oh my god, it's such a shit game. Yeah. And the AFL freaking hell. AFL coming out and saying, oh, we're still number one. Look look at all the fans we have. I mean, there can be one, more than one. Oh. There can be more than one code of football. Can there? Uh, apparently, I, yes. So I'd never noticed. <laughs> oh, it's, it is. It is absolutely ridiculous. It but is. you know, we we do love our own stuff when it comes to sport. And uh, I particularly couldn't well, give a shit. Pr- pretty much only sport. I'm, say, I'm saying we as a nation, not we mm. as individuals, Brett. People who've we, never liked soccer crying and swearing over the result and telling everybody else how we were robbed over a penalty when. Three weeks ago, they didn't know what a penalty yeah, was. Yeah, they, they <laughs> had no idea. There, there, there are lots of people out there like that. There are. Uh, the the thing is, we are very kind of... Uh, parochial. Parochial, thank you. That's, that is the word I was looking for. I was actually going to say protective okay. about our own things, except when it comes to television. Because ah. Australian television, we just hate. <laughs> Australian drama, nah, get it off. We're not going to watch that. Shit. It's shit. Speaking of television, which is what we do on Box Cutters each and every week, we've got heaps of it coming your way. An enormous show. If you're tuning in for the first time, you tuned into the right one. You really did. Uh, We've got some I Don't Buy It, which is talking about ads. Uh, Ross, you're going to talk about the Simpsons figurines. I am. I've got a little bit of crap TV to share with us all. Mm -hmm. Uh, More talk about soccer and the ads. Uh, Some reviews of new shows. Quotes, two weeks in a row. I know, a bit of a Simpsons theme for me this week, so Simpsons quotes. What a shocking surprise. Mm. Uh, Some discussion about new shows and some letters to box cutters, but we're going to kick it off, as we always do, with the box cutters news. Spelling, the inventor of television. The inventor of television. Uh, that's uh, uh, as as is my understanding from all of the articles that have been written about him. 
Uh, he died earlier this week. Last week on the show, we reported that he had had a stroke. It was reported. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was a mild stroke. Wasn't too bad. Which was what they told us. He didn't even go to hospital. Maybe that was the problem. Man, yeah. And then later they revised his condition to and dead. upgraded him to dead. Upgraded him to dead. He died uh, with uh, Candy and Randy by his side. His wife and son. Right. Oh, really? Mm. And apparently, and Randy. apparently he'd made up with Tori just before he kicked off, oh, which, is, which is good that's, to hear. Although that's she nice. didn't she didn't actually bother going to him at his deathbed. Right. Oh, she was busy. What do you want? <laughs> she was too what, busy. She was dating yeah. David at the time. And, uh, David was, who? Oh, from 90210. Oh, right. I'm with that you. guy I'm with David you. always wore mm. a jacket, mm. you know. Mm. And, of course... Uh, People of our generation will remember Aaron Spelling as the creator of uh, of Beverly Hills 90210. Wow, Melrose Place and Melrose Place. But uh, his his record goes back well into the seventies with uh, Charlie's Angels and the Love Boat and Starsky and Starsky Hutch, Hutch, the Mod Squad, Fantasy Island, Dynasty. He really did. T.J. Hooker invent television. Was T.J. Hooker <laughs> with Captain Kirk? Yes, it was. It was. So he's responsible for a lot of the bad movies we're seeing these days. Oh yes. Oh, yes, he's very much responsible for that. Mm. And I think also, uh, most recently, Seventh Heaven. Oh, okay. Uh, if I'm was that his mistaken. most recent show? Or was there more recent? I always get him and Darren. Oh, Summerland. I always get him and Darren Star mixed up. Summerland, I think, was his most recent show. It was no good. Okay. So, in the States, they have those same uh, IR laws that... what have they, put, have they put retirement back that far that he was still working at 83? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He really hit. And, it's got and now to be sucking to be American. And now that he's dead, can't get any super. Hey, speaking of dead. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's died. Eddie. Ed, which, which Eddie? Eddie. Eddie Murphy? No. Eddie Maguire? No. Eddie Spaghetti? No. No, actually, that's a yes, Brent. Eddie the Jack Russell Terrier. Yes. From Frasier. Was he really Eddie Spaghetti? Eddie Spaghetti in the first episode of Frasier. And uh, I don't think I've ever announced this before, but I was quite a fan of Frasier. I loved the show ridiculously mm-hmm. up until probably about season six. Oh, I and thought then, you were going to say up until you watched it. <laughs> no, no, no. Up, up until about season six. And then they started messing with the formula and it was it was no good. But in the first episode of of Frasier, uh, the, the father says, I call him Eddie. His full name is Eddie Spaghetti. And Frasier says, well, why did you call him Eddie Spaghetti? It's because he's got worms. <laughs> but of course, that's not the Eddie that died just this week. That was Eddie's, or Moose's. Moose was the actual name of the dog. That was Moose's who predecessor. Played, who yes. played Eddie. That was Moose's father, actually. Right. Mm. Right. Because Moose was quite old when he died as well. It was like 16. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's the dog that's just died this week. Yes. I have no idea how old the father was. But in, anyway. Jamie, email us at hooray at boxcutters. He'll know. But will Jamie know? Jamie will know. Oh, how are you, Jamie? Which mm. is Jamie? Never mind. Keep going with the show. We're on a tight schedule <laughs> we are, today. We are on a tight schedule. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of death, there's been a death at Channel 10 as well. <gasps> really? Adults only. Oh. Formerly known as Big Brother Uncut has finally been canned by Channel 10. Is it because the... the, the that the house devotees can't stand Gretel anymore? No. No, no, not at all. Apparently, well, Channel 10 are saying it's to do with continued pressure from, uh, from government sources, uh, which, is, which is good to know, as we've said on Box Cutters before, that uh, 
you can show rapes, pillages, murders, whatever you want, pretty much at 8.30. But at 9.30, you can't have a bunch of bogans talking about sex. Yeah, heaven forbid. Yes. Uh, but I, d- I don't know if this is the case. I don't think it was rating terribly well. No. It, you know what? I, th- I actually think since they changed the name, mm. people stopped watching. Oh, okay. I, I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. And you had to put up with, with that freaking... She's God. very good at what she does, Brett. She's horrible. It's, it's a good way if you, like if like I do, you occasionally watch Big Brother and you want to get yourself off it. It was the only bit that I watched. Oh, really? Because I'd, yeah. I'd, watch, I'd watch Uncut or Adults Only, as it's called, and think, oh, these people are disgusting. That's it. I'm not watching anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I actually pulled the plug on Big, Big Brother sometime this week when I watched for half an hour and just went, I can't listen to them speak anymore <laughs> a, uh, they had a uh, special last night which was Wednesday night uh, the 28th I believe they had an hour long special on Big Brother which more intruders no, no 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 it was a lie detector it was a lie detector Wait, special. haven't we been there before they've done that before now this was much more intricate and complicated and unscientific well apparently they were supposed to have a hypnotist in Right. A hypnotist called uh, Peter Powers, but several of the housemates complained and didn't want to be hypnotised on national TV, and I think that's why they had to rehash the lie detector. Right. Well, the lie, so, the lie detector on Wednesday night's Big Brother was just ridiculous. So it was still the one based on the stresses of the, the voice? Yes. Yes, yeah. but... But this, <laughs> which this is show, it, it's as accurate as flipping a freaking coin, and it, was, and it also had uh, down the bottom this time to make it a bit easier or more complicated. They had like a love tester, truth, wrong, <laughs> lying, <laughs> lying a lot. <laughs> and all I needed was the ding sound, ding, 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 ding. ding. Um, but one of the big brother asked a question, like uh, you know something like, "Are you attracted to any of the housemates?" And one of the housemates responded with the question. Am I attracted to any of the housemates? And it came up as a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was really not very scientific at all. But my favourite my favorite quote of the week came from uh, that particular episode because David was asked what song he was supposed to sing to his boyfriend out of the house. Yeah. And uh, and he said, uh, I think it was some... He started with, it was Belinda Carlisle. And I, at that point, I just burst into hysteria. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. I, I thought you this... were going to burst into Heaven is a Place on Earth. No, but I think that's what it was. I think that's, that's no, what no, it was. No, no, no. It wasn't at... Um... Summer rain, dancing with oh, you in the yes, summer rain. Dancing with you in the summer rain. Mm. Whatever, Belinda mm. Carlisle, hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if there's any actual news this week, Brett Cropley. Yes, well, if if you've been following the papers locally at all, then you will know that there has been an affidavit that uh, is subject to a court injunction that. Uh, so we, we can't actually discuss it. Well, I'm not sure legally how much, because we've all seen it. We've all seen the well, at least parts of the affidavit that uh, actually got sent out to crikey subscribers, subscribers. and and and, uh, and then, freeloaders as well. Yeah, which was how I got my hands on it. An amazing bit of viral email. Anyone <laughs> vaguely connected to humanity? Well, the first I knew about it was actually a, another email from Crikey saying that. Uh, in in response to the court's injunction, we're taking that off off the the website. Right, and please return your email. And so that really piqued my interest. <laughs> <laughs> looked looked back a little bit, and uh, there it was. It's very nice. Um, but uh, yeah, Mike Llewellyn, who uh, we announced last week, 
um, exclusively, did we do that? No, maybe not. Uh, has jumped from Channel 9 to Channel 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the head of news and current affairs at Channel 9. Um, got shunted back, uh, replaced by the editor of the Bulletin. Yes, which we discussed a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but... Uh, it, then Channel 9 were going to try and prevent him from going over to Channel 7. Uh, initiated court action. This Mark is all Llewellyn. according to the affidavit. According no, no, to the this affidavit. is what happened. Okay. So, so Channel 9 were taking court action. Mark Llewellyn swore an affidavit. Uh, Channel 9 got wind of what was in it, said, ah, hang on a second, if we actually go through with this, then that's going to become public and everybody's going to know what's in it. And it was leaked anyway, mm. which is the, the the biggest part of the story because now uh, there is a, an official document that details some of the behind-closed-doors dealings at Channel 9, which are quite shocking. Uh, you know, the, the stuff that I read in, in the affidavit I found quite shocking. I just, you know, I wish we could talk about it on air. Well, I don't, I don't. It's been reported in in papers and websites in various places. The Australians have been really on onto it. Um, I know Mark Day had a piece in uh, in the media section this week talking about it. Yes. Okay. Well, when Gary Linnell was uh, brought in to do Llewellyn's job, the senior executives at uh, Channel Nine tore up his contract in front of him and told him, "You're going to eat a shit sandwich." <laughs> Yeah, that's uh... basically suck it up. What what uh, they were suggesting was he'd previously been on seven hundred fifty thousand dollars per annum. Mm-hmm. Um, tore up that contract. He was going back to four hundred grand, uh, and not being head of news and current affairs anymore. Um, I think I think Lou Allen's old buddies with Peter Meekin, who yes. worked at Channel Nine, and is and, now and, head of News Seven. Yes. Yep, so, so we had a bit of a chat, just talking about, uh, what am I going to do? Megan said, uh, we can't get you in on, on the same money, but we'll do you better than uh, you're going to get no, over there. No shit sandwiches. No shit sandwiches. No, no shit sandwiches at seven, apparently. Seven cafeteria, don't serve them. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm really not sure, I, and I'm not sure when his contract at Channel 7 begins, when he actually starts work at Channel 7, but what is to stop Llewellyn going on Sunrise with Koshi and, and that that woman and just having a chat about about what things were like at Channel 9? I mean, the injunction's against the affidavit, so I don't actually see anything to stop him actually saying what was in the affidavit without it being the affidavit. Well, mm-hmm. there's there's nothing, and that'd be that'd be a killer news story. There's nothing wrong with doing that, except for uh, it would never get past any legal department at any uh, at any news station. It, there's there's just so much potential for libel. But the, it's backed up with a sworn affidavit. It's the same. That as- is that is under a court injunction. You, I, you know, I, I reckon I reckon they'd have to be really, really very careful about doing anything like that. I I don't think that would happen until. Uh, well after some kind of uh, court battle ha- it has been had. And in fact, uh, various media organs are, are still petitioning the courts, uh, asking for the injunction to be lifted, um, and that's kind of going back and forth as we speak. Uh, in an update, uh, just last night's Channel 9 boss, Andy Maguire, uh, declared his full support for the besieged Today Show co-host Jessica, Jessica Rowe, um, who was apparently also name-checked in uh, the affidavit, 
mentioned there. Uh, it has been reported that um, Llewellyn and Maguire talked about when they were going to do Jessica Rowe. Uh, so uh, drop her. Bone. Bone, yes. Bone. Bone. I knew, uh. I knew it was something that, that could be taken sexually. Yes. Uh. But wasn't actually meant that way. Uh, any other Channel 9 news, Ross? Well, I was just going to say we should call this the news, uh, Jessica Rowe and the news, because I think she's had a mention just about every news this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Can we? Can, she's what? Shall we? No, let's not. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> shall we boycott? Shall we, shall, we finish, shall we finish your sentences for you, Brett? <laughs> shall we boycott Jessica Rowe? Yeah, I, I think so. I'm sick of it. I mean, really, it's it's a, a time slot that doesn't rate. No, almost anything. That's yeah, a really I'm badly constructed. She's she's a giggling skeleton, essentially. Mm. Ooh, no, that would be far more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of Channel 9, it's been announced that uh, the Sunday show is going to be merged with Business Sunday. Mm-hmm. To be called Sunday Business Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 they can no. have you two sing the theme. Sunday <laughs> Business Sunday. Well, considering I think the- it's just going to be, they're going to merge the names and it's going to be called Business Sunday. Really? No, it'll just be called suddenness. Suddenness. <laughs> no, it was Sunday and Business Sunday, so I think it's going to be called Business Sunday. Oh, uh, that, that makes sense-ish. <laughs> well, I don't think that's, that's, that's really no surprise, because uh, basically the, the list of names uh, for redundancies um, out of the 100 included all of the production and reporting staff at Sunday. Yes, yes, that's true. But Eddie has come out this week and said none of the in-front-of-camera people are at risk. Despite the uh, despite the hundred people going, which is good to know that the as long as you're in front of the camera, but wouldn't that you're be more the important reporters? Channel Nine than than to being behind the camera? Wouldn't that be the reporters? No, at Channel Sunday? Uh, Sunday reporters don't actually appear on camera. Okay, do they have any reporters on Sunday? Every time I've watched Sunday, and it admittedly hasn't been much, but it's just been pieced together bits of new US news material. That does happen a lot. That's all it seems to be. With Yana going hmm, Re- recently. Poignantly. Recently, that's that's (laughs) Mm, poignantly. (laughs) Recently, uh, that's that is all it has been. I mean, they they have had their budget continually. Sunday is like if the if Channel Nine board was the government. Sunday is the ABC. Uh, Okay, okay. Uh, It's it's just it, it. it was an amazing show to start with. It was a, one of a kind and had never been done on uh, on commercial television before. Mm. And it has done wonders. But as a result of Channel 9 being party to the dumbing down of Australian television audiences, the Sunday audience has dropped. Yeah. yeah. So I've got a couple of questions. What who, day does it screen? Who hosts <laughs> Business Sunday? I, I don't know. Uh, but it has its own host. Yeah, yeah. It's on, it's on before 9 o'clock who, on a Sunday. Who, who will be hosting the amalgam? Yarn event. Koshi. Yarn event and Koshi. Koshi came from finance. I reckon he'll go, go to that. I, I have no idea. Because they're not saying, they're not saying that they're going to dump Yana. 
The, the only reason I Although, had the news story was to do the Sunday Business Sunday <laughs> joke, and Josh got in before me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God damn. No, that's oh. all right. But um, um, I did I was, read this afternoon that Yana's looking, going through her contract with a fine-tooth comb with the, a number of lawyers uh, looking to get out of it and get out of Channel 9. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, speaking of Channel 9, they're also thinking, apparently, uh, rumour has it, they're thinking of selling their uh, Richmond studios. I can't believe that. It's just a seminal what? piece of Australian TV history. In... In Melbourne, especially, that's that's the heart and soul of Channel Nine. I yeah. think I think that really shows that they've become Channel Cheapo if they'd considered selling them to make a quick buck and outsourcing all their productions elsewhere. I think uh, it yeah. would it would just be it would be a crying shame for Melbourne Television. It would be it would be. But given what we've seen before from Channel Nine, it, it wouldn't be all that much of a surprise. I did uh, I did like a news headline that I saw during the week. Uh, that was titled Who Wants to Be Australia's Worst CEO (laughs) (laughs) So I thought um, Yeah I thought that was pretty good Now now, uh, while we're talking about studios Mm -hmm. Channel 7 are About to uh, embark on Building a 150 Million dollar TV studio For Jamie Redfern <laughs> no, 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 Josh. No, no, no. There's a place in Sydney called Redfern. It's Is it not Jamie it? Redfern. It's oh, just Redfern. Right. Yep. Ah. Right. Well, that's. And in fact, weren't there riots there a couple of years ago? There were. Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. were last year. In fact, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Great place for a new production facility. <laughs> a number of years ago, I can I, see why they'd want to give up <laughs> South Melbourne and go to Redfern. <laughs> a number of years ago, I worked at a uh, magazine that was stationed in uh, in Redfern and. Uh, you know, I was just a, a young pup of about 19 or 20 and all of my Sydney friends were shocked that I had to go into Redfern every day for work. <laughs> it was, uh, and you know, it was fine as long as you didn't look at anybody and just kept walking, just keep walking. <laughs> look at just your keep shoes. Walking. Look at your shoes. Anyway, $150 million for, uh, for a TV studio in Redfern. At least it'll be closer to Sydney City than the current Channel 7 studios in Sydney, which are out in... God knows where, but it really takes an hour and a half to two hours on public transport to get there. I'm really at a loss about about what Channel Seven and Channel Nine are doing with axing staff and and splashing out freaking cash on on stupid stuff like like the World Cup footy show, like because like Brent, a new production facility out in Redfern matter. when they had Coventry Street. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just freaking Sydney centric gone nuts. It doesn't matter what job you do for a living so long as your car is nice. And that's what these that's what these people are doing. Huh? Apropos of nothing. No, it's the substance is nowhere near as important as the impression that they make. And by having whiz bang fancy studios, they're making a huge impression. This this is Well their, they're idiots. Yes, they're idiots. <laughs> that's what this whole show is based on. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> well, speaking of the uh, World Cup footy show, I think I had this, didn't I? Um, Eddie, Eddie was uh, promising in the lead-up to the World Cup footy show uh, from Munich, which just bombed, um, promising advertisers viewership figures of uh, two mil. It's only just made half of that, and uh, Eddie's going to give some free advertising away to those advertisers that I assume paid a premium to be... Advertising during the I, I can't, footage. I, who wants to be? It was always great. it was always going to be a dodgy idea, and it's a dodgy. This is this is good because it's a death, hopefully, to Eddie's big event television, which he sees as being the future of television. And and yet, it was good to see it get beaten. In fact, caned by local drama. Yeah, 
At long last. Yeah. So. And, in, in local drama that I was watching. That wasn't actually very good, but... But at least it was local drama. At least it was local drama. And you would have thought bandwagon jumping would have, uh, would have rated much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, no one really cares what Channel well, 9 thinks about... Out, out of that, uh, Eddie's been told to get off TV. Just excellent. get on with the job of being a by CEO. Who, by the big brother crowd? Stop being a freaking big-headed tool in front of the camera. <laughs> Is that, did they have signs up in um, the big brother audience? I think that might have been Alexander. <laughs> to go Eddie. Who's uh, an executive of PBL. I'm just right. trying to find that Speaking reference. of uh, television shows, which uh, we kind of hope die, uh, Stephanie McIntosh who our, oh. our viewers won't know from uh, Neighbours. I didn't know her. I had to look up Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> who plays uh, Sky on Neighbours. She's having a reality show based around her attempts to start her own singing career. Is it called Sky's the Limit? Yeah, pretty close. It's called The Steph Show. Oh, no! And, uh, yeah, let's hope for her sake she's a little more Kylie and a little less... Oh, pick any of them. Rock and roll. <laughs> any of the other ones. A little less Bruce Samazan. Oh, yeah. A little less uh, Beck Cartwright. Uh, Foxtel in, uh, in Boring But Important. Sorry, had you done with that list or? Uh, a little less Harold Bishop. Okay. <laughs> Apparently it's been done in the States, the Ashley Simpson show, uh, following her as she tries to break into being a pop star. Mm. In uh, Boring But Important news, Foxtel say that they are on track for digital conversion into uh, all homes with Foxtel. So What's all, that? All homes that have Foxtel, they're split at the moment between those who have digital Foxtel and the old analogue Foxtel system. They say that uh, by uh, March 2007, they'll be, uh, uh, they'll be reaching a full digital subscriber base. Does that mean that uh, all their subscribers can't get onto the digital network? No, that means that no, they have or? yet to convert. Does it cost more? Yes. Hmm. Yes, it does. Hmm. Uh, Flanimals is to hit TV. Uh, Flanimals is a, a book series. I believe it's... Yes, it's a book series uh, written by Ricky Gervais. Mm. Creator Children, and uh, star of, uh, of The Office and Extras. Um, yes, children's book, just uh, absurd animals that he... he that he made see, up. Yes. Um, seems to have a great... Uh, Imagination is going to be a stop-motion animation uh, yep. TV series. Yep. Hey, uh, just quickly, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago about Channel 9 and Foxtel signing a new deal. Channel with 10. Channel, Channel, 10, and Channel 10 and Foxtel signing a new deal with uh, Fox. Fox TV in the States. Fox TV Distribution. Fox TV Distribution. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, we're going to see the first real benefit of this apparently in September when Channel 10 is screening uh, Jericho, a new show, where uh, they're planning to not wait until next year, planning to screen new episodes of it in conjunction with uh, when it's on in the US from September. Uh, apparently, it's got quite a bit of uh, mobile and web content in it as well. Oh, and fantastic. They're, and they're trying to take advantage of what they're hoping to be huge worldwide publicity. I thought there was a late night TV series on here called Jericho with Luke Perry in it. Am I confusing the name? Sideshow Luke Perry? Yeah. Well, no, that's, I don't think that was Jericho. I think that was... Was, was it Jeremiah? That was Jeremiah. There was, there was a that wrestler. Was, that there was, was a wrestler called Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're getting. And he looks like Luke Perry. <laughs> no. 
No, but just Jericho and Jeremiah. Yeah, that was that was Jeremiah. Yep. Uh, in in disgusting news, Channel Nine has renewed what's good for you for a second series. Uh, it averaged more than one point five million viewers weekly. Uh, is averaging? I think it's still going. Must say more about what it's actually up against because it is the brainiac of lifestyle shows. It is just so crap. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, they they had this this study segment on on uh, moldy food and if you cut off the mold from bread can you get rid of it and they put it into a laboratory for a couple of months and surprise surprise there was more mold in there that was all it was about but then just out of nowhere they 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 postulate that mold is actually a carcinogen without any sort of scientific backup for that at all that's the sort of shit that makes me angry about that show you know what else might be a carcinogen asphalt Apparently, asphalt. Make sure that there's no asphalt in uh, in your bread. <laughs> Lastly, in the news, and uh, I wish we had time to do my, my actual last story, but we don't. Uh, this is far more important. What Futurama, hooray! Futurama has been signed for thirteen new episodes to debut on Comedy Central next year. That's fantastic. Hasn't been on air since August two thousand and three. And uh, Comedy Central have uh, have gone, yeah, we'll do it. We'll take on that challenge. Now, we would presume that Channel 10 will pick that up, given that they've had, uh, they were having some success with Futurama until they uh, swapped it with The Wedge. But don't yes. we mostly see uh, Comedy Central stuff picked up by SBS? Yep, that's true. Yeah, mostly, but this will be a 20th Century Fox television distribution uh, production. So I'm guessing that it has to go to the, the Channel 10 Foxtel so it's going to be Comedy Channel, but distributed by Fox. Comedy Central. Comedy Central, yep. but yep. produced by Fox. So no doubt distributed also by Fox. That's my guess. That's, mm. that's just weird. But that is Whatever it is, let, let us all break out the bloody champagne. Yeah, that's great and news. drink, drink, great drink. Great news. Great news. I, I can't wait. I, I do. Are you one of those trauma. that follows, 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 follows the ads? Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July. Go down on you. And that is the box cutters news. <laughs> I don't one of those that follows. No, 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 no. <laughs> I miss a week. It's all gone to hell. It's all. Someone came with a hand basket. We thought we we take it there. <laughs> I don't buy it. We, we see countless people rushing around at, at train stations. Uh, a Melbourneian would recognise these train stations as Flinders Street and Parliament, uh, amongst others. Mm-hmm. Some busy city-based stations. And uh, we actually see some trains at one point, but only at one point. Uh, and l- lots of people rushing through the, the ticket barriers. Now, these people aren't actually rushing through. Uh, you know, we, we discover, but the footage is, is just sped up to make it seem like they're rushing. Uh, and there are, time lapse. there are also some shots of, of traffic lights changing far too quickly, uh, in fact, far too quickly to actually allow cars through the intersection. Well, this sounds this sounds like a, a oh my god, the pressures of modern life are pressing down on me. I've got a headache. I need a Panadol. It's, it sounds like that, doesn't it? I think I've seen a Panadol or, just like that. Actually. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe you know, a, a, a Metamucil kind of fiber supplement ad, some, something like that. It'll be running out of you just like this. <laughs> Over, over all, and sorry. The thing that makes it more like a uh, more like a Metamucil ad is that the uh, blue tint. The no, blue. over over the top. There's a super that says more facts of life. Oh, 
Right. I thought maybe they were seeing the old Fiber Plus ad in the back. No. Fiber oh. that'd, be, that'd be great. They should get Mrs. Garrett and the rest of the girls together for more facts of life. But over, over that, in a, in a voiceover, uh, comes something that uh, tells us about uh, some, some of these facts of life. It says, It's a fact of life that most women treat themselves for thrush without consulting a doctor. Really? It's also a fact that most Australians with genital herpes don't realise they have it. Which makes me think that people with thrush and genital herpes, I don't know why I can't say that, only, Is there a correlation there? Only go on public transport. Oh, so you can catch it from you the... You can catch it... <laughs> you can catch from it from the ticket machines. public transport. Beware. Oh. So this is... This you ad you is heard from, it here first. <laughs> as far as I understand, it's just saying, beware of public transport. You don't want to catch herpes. <laughs> I'm surprised A Current Affair or Today Tonight hasn't done a story on that. They've done... You can catch just about every other disease from public transport. But it also seems that they're, they're putting some correlation between thrush and, and herpes. And how do the women treat thrush themselves? Uh, yoga. The- <laughs> that's, it, it, that's what I heard. I don't know. Anyway, apparently they're doing it without even consulting a doctor. There's some pack you can get that gives you all the information you need about how you can catch taxis or maybe walk <laughs> to a point that you have a transfer. <laughs> Buy a car. I remember uh, when the first lot of these general tall herpes ads started coming out a few years back and uh they were obviously a sponsor of big brother and they ran them all the time in big brother and i thought that was going to be one of the twists in big brother that one of the housemates had genital herpes oh that would be it it still might have happened but we just obviously didn't see that all i've got in my mind now is that south park episode where all the kids (laughs) get chicken pox and they find out that it's herpes and they get the local uh, prostitute to brush her teeth with all the parents' <laughs> toothbrushes and I uh, just did disgusting things. It was, it was hilarious. It was. I don't buy it. I don't buy uh, something that's on late night TV. It's uh, so, uh, of course, we're going to get the, the finest production values <laughs> for the finest products. It's a guy talking to the camera in an office uh, about all phones. It's a company called All Phones. I think they sell phones. They have a phone number and they sell phones. He's sitting next to his computer monitor. It's like a flat screen thing with uh, all phones and the phone number on it in red and yellow. The only problem is you can actually see the blue from the monitor glowing against his skin and reflecting off the desk. (laughs) Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they would uh, actually kind of see that and think, hey, let's bring up paint, bring up paint, and I'll, I'll paint some yellow and some red. I'll do just two big triangles, and that'll fix everything. But no. Aww. They'd probably use their... I'm not buying anything from $150 or whatever the other cost. I would like phones. it if, it was called, if, the, if the company was called Foam Phones, and all they sold were, were like giant phones made out of foam that you could uh, put on your roof racks. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that. That'd be great. I'd that, buy that. That's That still wouldn't solve your problem of the reflection off the monitor. It would if you had foam on the on the glass top desk. Ah. You see? But not on his face. Oh, see, no. It was his face that first got me on that. I thought... I'm guessing <laughs> oh if you... Oh, my God. It looked like some sort of Buffy special effect or something. I'm guessing if he had a big bit of foam stuck on his face, that would detract a little from the ad. Yes. But you wouldn't notice the reflection nearly as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't buy any of that. 
Tom Elliott here from a variety of different media organisations, 3RRR, 3AW, Channel 7, Mornings with Kerry ann Inside Business on a Sunday with Alan Kohler. I like to spread myself around and so should you. Listen to the box cutters on the internet or any other media you can find them. I think it's educational. I think it's fascinating. I think you might even learn something you didn't know before. Listen to the box cutters. I always do. I'd like to learn something I didn't know before about, I don't know, Simpsons figurines. Well, it's funny you should say that. It's very, very, very exciting uh, for those of us who uh, like Simpsons or like Simpsons figurines. About this time last year, a company, I think they're called uh, tpn.com.au. Anyway, I put the link up on the website. The Pirate Network. Hey? The Pirate Network. No, I don't think that's what it stands for. I'm pretty sure the P stands for promotion in some way. The, the promotion numbskulls. <laughs> ten, ten promotion numbskulls. <laughs> anyway, so they uh, last year they came out with a bunch of Simpsons figures. These were they're about an inch high. They're really good. Uh, you can get them from Coles, Shell, Bilo, uh, that sort of thing. They're uh, yeah, just colourful so, little Simpsons now, you talk, figures. You talked about these. Uh, last year, early on in box cutters, I did. I remember where, uh, saying something. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what I said. You were talking about how uh, one of the Simpsons characters was just. Why would you have that as a character? Well, that that was the problem with this first series. I think that uh, they they did Krusty the Clown as they 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 released three series. There's eight figures in each series. They did Krusty the Clown as one of the series of eight. And uh, oh, Krusty Studios, I think. Oh, and, yes, that's right. and two of the characters that they had one was Tina Bellarina, and the other was Corporal Punishment, who oh. I'm guessing most Simpsons fans probably would have no idea who they are. But but we all would have preferred Sideshow Rahim. Yeah, Sideshow Rahim would have been good. Was Mr. Teeny one of them? Mr. Oh, Mr. Teeny Mr. was. Mr. Teeny was the same size as Krusty. He, <laughs> he still is. He's he's he's. Terribly, terribly oversized. Right. Are these things a choking hazard anyway? Yes. Yes. So, but they're, but so, they're, so there was nothing to stop them making him properly teeny. No, but, uh, but they didn't. No. Uh, but some other ones are smaller, so I don't know what they were thinking. He, he looks freakish still against all my collection. You just Aww. think, what the hell's that huge monkey doing there? <laughs> but uh, it's very exciting. They've just come out with... A, with three new series uh, in the last... I'm not exactly sure. I was going to ask, have you guys seen any ads for them at all? Or I've do seen, you know about them at all? I've seen nothing, and I'm, I've been watching a, a lot of Channel 10 with The Simpsons and The Big Brother. And the, yeah, and well, apparently they're, they're, not, they're not... The first series is supposed to be out at the moment, and the first series is uh, of The Power Plant. Which is fantastic. Oh, excellent. Because you get, um, there's Mr. Burns, obviously, Smithers, Lenny and Carl, another Homer, Mindy. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Blinky, the three-eyed fish. Mm-hmm. Excellent. In his own bowl. And the, uh, the Actual symbol. Actual size? Or is, is, like, is this going to be another giant monster fish no, that's going to no, look no, bad? He, he looks the- okay, because I think because the bowl's rather big. Uh, and you also get the, uh, the symbol for the nuclear power plant, which is the nuclear fission symbol with a cowboy hat on. I don't yep. know if people remember that. So that's fantastic. That's, that's old school. That's, that's very old school. And when I saw those, I thought, oh, they've gone... They're obviously gone back again, and and these figures are great, but they're only doing very very old things from you know from the very early series but from corporal, the early nineties. Corporal Punishment was years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Tina Ballerina. But then I saw that's series four. 
Series 5 and Series 6 are even better. Series 5 and Series 6 are excellent. Series 5 is caped and courageous. And in Series 5, they have Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. Excellent. Which was Lisa and Bart from a, uh, from a particular episode. They've got Bart as Bartman, which is his Batman-like character, which, again, is very early. They've got Millhouse as Fallout Boy. Great. They've got uh, Homer as Pie Man, which was his, uh, his Superman identity a little while ago. Mm-hmm. They've got Radioactive Man, and they've got Rainier Wolfcastle as Radioactive oh. Man. So two separate Radioactive Men. But the best of all, and one that I haven't been able to find yet, so if anybody out there finds it and wants to like box cutters very much and wants to send it to us, I'd, uh, I'd love to have a copy of it, is The Collector, which oh, is which comic is store guy. Kind of- Dressed up as his character, the collector. That's yeah, which that's, is which is fantastic, and that's, that's from the same episode as uh, Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. Was that a Treehouse of Horror? Yes, it yes, was. it was. Had Lucy Lawless in it. Even better than that, they have series six. Is the way we were, and it's all figures of them from. Uh, from the when they do the, the flashback 70s, episodes to like the seventies, and that sort of thing. Oh. And they've got Artie Zip with Ziff. his Zip with his busy fingers. <laughs> they've got a nude Barney from when he streaked at the uh, at the formal, the yep. whatever it was, the prom. They've got uh, Abe Simpson when he was younger. They've got Homer standing there with his corsage. They've got Marge in her prom dress, which has just recently been ripped by Artie. They've got an old Doctor Hibbert. And they've got old Paddy's, Paddy and Selma. Dr. Hewitt and a young, young Paddy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Paddy and Selma. So, yeah, these are, these are just great. And how, how, much, how much do these retail for? Because I know that figurines are pretty expensive. These, $2 each. Oh, that's nothing. $2 each. No, it is. Because it's, it's the figurines cheap. that I, you know, when I go to the comic shop and I look at buying figurines, they're like, Twenty bucks. And yeah, yeah. So these are these are very good value. Uh, I was having a look at the website today, and they've got ratings on them with how exclusive or how unique they are. Oh. And some are obviously very hard to get, and others are obviously quite easy to get. I am yet to find Patty and Selma, which are apparently quite hard to get. But the collector, who I really want a lot, is apparently the hardest to get. And he's on, uh, yeah, he's he's ultra rare or has a rating. So when you're like buying that. these things, do you get to select which one you want? Or yeah, is it yeah, like yeah. a lucky they're just No, 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 you go in and they're so all just... So it depends on the store. They're all just sitting there, yeah, yeah. And so are you stopping at every single service station you see? And I, I, I went to quite a few service right. stations today. <laughs> <laughs> I only just found out that they're that they out. There's a, there's a bit of history with me with these. So when I was in uh, Gibraltar five years ago, they... Uh, I, we, my wife and I had just had lunch and we were just having a look around and we noticed that at Burger King they were selling these little Simpsons figurines with, with you know, their equivalent of the Happy Meal. Yep. And most of them were kind of fairly non-episode specific and therefore fairly crap, you know, Homer cooking muffins, itchy and scratchy, things that weren't really that, uh, that interesting. One that they had was Fat Homer in his moo-moo oh. from the episode where he, where he gains weight to go on disability and... The way it was posed, he was, you know, he was waddling along with that walk he has when he puts on that extra weight. And uh, it was just fantastic. Was but he wearing his, his fat hat? He was wearing his fat hat and Excellent. his moo And I agonised over whether I should get this for ages. I mean, I was completely full. I was thinking, do I just buy it and throw out the food? And eventually I decided, look, I won't get it. I'm sure that all the Spanish 
uh, Burger Kings will have the same promo on and I'll be able to get one there. Oh. Of course, they didn't. It was only in the Gibraltar one and, and I've regretted that ever since. Never again. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, so Simpsons figures. If you're a Simpsons fan like I am, get out and get them. They're, they're fantastic. I bought a few in here for the guys to look at. Uh, which we're looking at right now. If uh, you're looking at the video podcast... <laughs> I'm holding that up to the camera right now. You'll be able to have a look at which ones I brought in. There is no video <laughs> podcast. We, we had an email from a, from a listener who said that she was enjoying the video podcast. Yeah, we mentioned that on uh, Letters to the Box Getters last week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, just out of interest, Ross, uh, how many slubs of Duff beer have you got? Oh, I, I, have no, I have no slabs of dust beer. Oh, my God. I, but I did, I did spend $40 on figurines yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm missing, I'm missing uh, Maggie from last, from, uh, I think that was from Series 1 that they did because, uh, yeah, I missed out on Maggie. And from these current ones, I'm missing The Collector. I'm missing Nude Barney, which I'm guessing is probably pretty rare as well. And I'm missing Patty and Selma. How did you not get any Duff beer? Had I not gotten any Duff beer? Well, I'm not a beer drinker. Yeah, but it's Duff. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, but they're, they're also selling limited, editions, uh, limited edition bags. You know the green bags that are very popular now to replace plastic bags? Yep. Yes. Limited edition ones are those with pictures from each series, you know, with Radioactive Man and, uh, you know, Young Homer and, and those images on them. And my wife was saying, oh, you're going to get the bags too? And I go, bags? No, who cares? And well, she just looked be at great. me. You can she use them every week. <laughs> she just looked at me like, I just don't understand you. How, how, could you. how could you spend a lot of your evening driving from shell to shell looking for figurines but not care about the bags? Husband, you are an enigma. Box cutters. Coming up in Box Cutters, we're going to talk about some new shows. We've got a couple of reviews to do for you. We're going to talk about some soccer ads. Got quotes, letters to box cutters, and next... Some crap TV. Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen! Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer! Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. Just a very quick crap TV. Once again, I think the, uh, the, the promo or the cart was longer than this segment will be. <laughs> That's why I'm dragging it out now. Uh... Last Monday night on Channel 10, they showed the season finale of Supernatural. Mm. It was a very, very exciting episode. Mm. The beginning of the episode, uh, they do a little uh, previously on Supernatural or the story so far. Uh, They do the credits and uh, then they do the credits within the show. There's not really any credits. Well, sorry, they do the title. Yeah. And then they do the credits within the show, uh, including... The title of that week's episode. Yes, I noticed that. And this week, Channel 10 decided to put a super over that title that said, You're watching Channel 10. <laughs> Coming Thank up next. Blah, 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 blah. And you got like two letters and the other quote. Yeah, and, the, and, the, the and the end quote. And that was, and that was it. So was, the, the episode was called Thank You to. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching Channel 10. Yes. It it was absolutely terrible. And this is... I watch a lot of television from the United States, and I see how they do supers over there, and they always do them in non-important parts of (laughs) of the episode, as if somebody at the television station actually watches the episode before putting the supers on. That's just... It's a crazy idea, and it'll never catch on in Australia. (laughs) 
But it's maybe something they should think about. At least they're uh, at least they're showing the episodes in order. Well, yes, yes, at least. Channel Ten do have a history of just kind of shuffling them before they put them to air. So Although, I, you know, I guess they, that's something. They are learning slowly, but there's still a lot to learn. This is uh, Jess McGuire, and you're listening to the lovely men of Box Cutters, who are always here to helpfully inform you of any existence of photos of Britney Spears giving birth on all fours, clutching lion's heads. Love nothing better. Download the hell out of it. Jess McGuire, I, I don't think she's drunk at the moment. You, just you just think, as an update to... You don't to think Alex. she is? No, no, I think no. she's like... And she's okay. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Yeah. She's good. She was here last week. Yeah. yeah uh, she would have mentioned something. If she one, of our listeners, one of our listeners wrote in and... Uh, and was a bit worried about Jess after her appearance on Boxcutters last week. Oh. He thought she sounded a bit down. Oh, that's no good. That was an email to hooray at boxcutters.net. Oh, yes. We haven't even mentioned that. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Hooray at Ross. boxcutters.net. Ross, do it. Do it. Do Soccer ads. Ross. Hi. Ross, do it. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Are you happy? <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> Ross, do the other thing. Ross, go and get me a drink. Soccer ads. Do it. Do it, do it. Yeah, so these are ads that have been on during the World Cup. During the World Cup. You've been watching a bit of the World Cup. I've been like, watching I'm going to exclude Brett from this conversation. Uh, hey, I've Simply. seen some. I've seen some. What have you seen? I, I watched that Italy um, thing I would game. <laughs> and, the, and the dude laying on the couch. <laughs> and... I I'm told you so pleased I didn't watch that game with you. I could just imagine after like 60 minutes, oh, come on, somebody's got to score at some stage. No, no I, I, no, I understand soccer. I'm not saying you don't understand it. I'm saying the lack of scoring would have annoyed you. No. Really? No. Oh. no. I, I lived in London for two years and, and I actually took up Arsenal as my team. But you, and I was oh. into it. If Brett was always annoyed about lack of scoring, we'd, uh, we'd see a very annoyed Brett. Come on, there was a joke about scoring. There's a joke about picking up chicks. Let's talk about soccer ads, for God's sake. Let's just move on. Well, uh, did you see any of the ads while you were watching the soccer, or did you just mute? Um, or did you fast forward because you were watching on video? Ross, Lots remember of when you said yeah. you are going to exclude Brett from this conversation? <laughs> just get on with it. <laughs> There's a couple of good ads on at the moment during the soccer. Uh, both of them are Nike ads. Yes. Well, one's good. One, one's interesting. I just wanted to... Get your guys' thoughts on, you know, the ads with history, the the uh, the old the old person who is uh, made up supposedly to be history, talking about how history is against the Socceroos. I love them. Yeah, I love them so much. My favourite was, and it only appeared once yeah. during the Australia Croatia game. Where history is sitting down to tea with two Croatians, with two Croatians <laughs> and, and telling them how much he loves Croatia and how much he wants Croatia to beat Australia. And it was just, it was, you know, the only word for it is darling. Yeah. It yeah. was just, it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I really like the ads too. I'm wondering if I, I, if we'd been beaten three games straight in the World Cup finals. I'm wondering if they would have been as effective or as good, uh, especially with the, you know, the one that was running a lot before the Brazil ad, before the Brazil game, where they're talking about, uh, you know, how are you going to score against Brazil? Brazil have kicked lots more goals than you. you you're going to lose for sure. You've never even kicked a goal. And then we went down 2-0 to Brazil. Yes. I'm, I'm wondering if that sort of thing had happened in all the games, if if these ads would have been as well received. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I also wonder if... Uh, there were more ads based on us going all the way or based on uh, a lot yeah, of different yeah. uh, scenarios. I, 
I would love, you know, Nike to, to release a DVD of these ads just yeah. so we can see them. Because yeah. it was a really clever campaign. It was. And I don't know if you noticed, but didn't the one where uh, he, history was chasing after them when they were jogging around the, uh, jogging around the oval and history's chasing after yeah. them, yelling at them. When they made it to the round of 16, they added an extra little bit to the end of that ad which showed history dead on the ground. Oh, that was, that's, that, was, that was pretty good. I like that. That's great. It's, uh, it's a really well thought out campaign. That's a local Nike ad that I think is quite good. An international one, which is just fantastic, shows Ronaldinho, supposedly the world's greatest player. Uh, Although he didn't do so well against Australia. Just putting that out. <laughs> doing, his, uh, doing his thing, doing his flashy kind of, uh, you know, flashy kind of soccer skills, edited together with shots of him as a child doing the same sort of oh, same sort really? of skills playing indoor soccer and just doing these amazing things and the older obviously they've shot it this way purposely but the older Ronaldinho basically just mirrors what the younger one's doing and the younger one can do some amazing things so yeah it's great ad yeah, they, they really have uh, done themselves proud yeah they have and it's kind of similar concept I guess in that way to the uh, to the Tiger Woods ads where uh, they had a young That's Tiger Wood Oh, no, no, the young Tiger would, uh, as a junior, playing and edited that in with, with footage of him now playing. But um, People care more about soccer than they do about golf. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, it's uh, yeah, it's a great ad and it just shows uh, Ronaldinho's skills on display. So, yeah, check it out. Box cutters. Now, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, a show about cars called uh, Top Gear. Returning which, soon. Which is returning soon to, uh, to SBS and can also be seen on one of the many channels on Foxtel. I can't remember which one. Although the episodes I was showing on SBS were a year or two old. The, the last time they did, yes. I don't know what they're going to do uh, this time. With Jeremy Clarkson, wasn't it? Yeah. His name. They're also, yep. uh, I think they're also repeating them. If you're uh, video happy, you can catch them. I think they're on Wednesday afternoons during oh, okay. the day. Well, or that day at least where they're up against Spicks and Specs. Right. Well, I accidentally came across uh, another car show on... I think it's Channel 9. Is it Channel 9? I think it is. Right. Has it got a clever name? It's called The Car Show. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's Channel 9. <laughs> <laughs> Although they, they spent weeks coming up with that one. <laughs> It's uh, it's tied in uh, in a sponsorship kind of way with uh, CarPoint, I believe it is, um, and it actually airs two times a week. Uh, what, there is, what is what is CarPoint? That's a an online car trading uh, site. So right. if you want to buy or sell a car, go to CarPoint and you can do it there. Um, so they have little kind of interstitials that that are connected to CarPoint, and it's a little bit like Blokes World, um, but they don't do all of their own ads. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I I'm not a car person, and I'm mm-hmm. not a car show person. I'm not a I'm not a car racing show person. I couldn't really give a shit about cars. Frankly, it's it's a mode of transport gets me from here to there. Stops um, you getting herpes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, having having just kind of not hit the play button on the video again uh, at, at like quarter past twelve last week, I was quite taken by it. Um, it probably helps that I. I have a long friendship with uh, one of the presenters, David Morley, mm-hmm. who uh, was actually here at Triple R years ago with a show called Bumper to Bumper. How many uh, how many presenters do they have? Uh, there's four presenters: um, David Morley, Dieter K- Karsnitz, 
I think that's how you say his name. Who's kind of a, a motorcycle specialist. Next year's gold logie winner. Kelly Johns, who's the country bogan chick who digs a big donk. And What? That's the word for engines, isn't it? Yeah, donk. Oh, D-O-N-C. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Glenn Ridge, who uh, listeners might know from Soul of the Century years ago. Yes, yes. The, um, man, the man who once was Ed Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Glenn Ridge... Uh, and before that, he was Tony Barber. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's just so kind of try-hard, trying to be likeable, and, and I just couldn't take him seriously. Um, but he's... It's just because he's dinky. It's not because he's offensive any, in any way. Um, but uh, I did actually dig this. Had lots of time on the test tracks, um, getting down to the drag races, the, the legal drag races that they have at, at a speedway somewhere up in New South Wales. Um, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so is it similar to Top Gear? I have never watched a full episode of Top Gear. I find Jeremy Clarkson a little bit too smug. I think. Okay. Um, okay. And and the car show doesn't have that. From no. from the sound of what you're saying, though, Brett, it sounds like it's kind of similar to Top Gear in in what they cover. But then again, how much you know what what sort of things can you cover in a car show? Uh, you could call it something better than the car show, but uh, maybe Sunday doesn't do so well because. People thought it was about church. I don't know. I don't <laughs> but know it, is, it is all local. It's about local model cars. Uh, the testing's done locally around Australia, so there is some stuff done shot in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't, they don't like show you how to fix the stuff and no, how to do no, running repairs and that kind of thing. No, no. Which but is what do, I think of. They if, do have if, like if, comparisons between uh, different model cars and, mm. and dirt around the track. And Okay. Yeah, because yeah. when I first heard the name, I thought it was maybe a car maintenance type show. Oh, see that I, I'd like that, like mm. bush I'd, mechanics. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to know how to use a socket wrench. Really? Yeah. Really? You I can't would, figure it out. I, you know, I I know how to. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know how to use it appropriately on my car. Which bolt to use it on? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, so, car show worth checking out. Do you know when it's on? Yeah, uh, it's on at midnight on uh, Wednesday nights, I believe it is, and Saturday afternoon at midnight. Ah, uh, TV's golden time. So, it usurps... 12.30 on Saturday afternoon. It usurps Letterman. Uh, yes. And there is a website uh, through CarPoint. I don't have mm. the address. Right. But, essentially, it's a show that pays for itself. Yeah. Right. We really need a thing for this for this segment. Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come. I have it at least. La 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 I could just do that for hours and hours and hours. But I really need a thing for this for this segment. Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come. I have it at least. I said I could do it for hours and hours and hours. Not Not I could have you play it for hours and hours and hours. Quick uh quick Simpsons quote. This one's for Jamie. If you're listening, Jamie. Jamie Jury. No, uh, Jamie, Jamie Redfern. No, Jamie, who we mentioned earlier in the show. Jamie, the uh, Frasier expert. Yes, Jamie, tell us how many Eddies were there. Yes, exactly. Uh, I already said two. Shut up. We this... want Jamie to tell us. <laughs> no, we wanted Jamie to tell us how old how the old first... The first... And what, the and first what his one. name was. What his name was. I think it might have been Skeet. What his name was and how old he was when he died. Yep. Uh, this one's from The Simpsons. 
it was the only funny part in this entire episode. Simpsons obviously getting more and more ridiculous by the day. In this, in this, I'm pa- enjoying them. In this particular episode, uh, Homer thought maybe Grandpa wasn't his father, and was suspecting that. Uh, yes, suspecting that somebody else might have been somebody who turned out to be a jewel thief, ocean diver for some unknown reason. Anyway, um, at one point, Homer found out that this possible father. Is this a his- spoiler? No, no, no. No, it was last no. week's episode. It was a couple of weeks ago. No, no, episode. But still. It's not a spoiler. He found out that uh, that his prospective father's name started with M. And so he said, so this guy might be my real father and his name starts with M. Hmm, I wonder who it could be. Mole Man? <laughs> Mr. Burns? <gasps> M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> that would be a twist worthy of his increasingly lousy films. <laughs> Which is funny because his films are shit. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that's that's a nice quote. Hmm. That was so your cue, bro. <laughs> that was so obviously your cue. Press the bloody button. La, 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 no! <laughs> I thought you had one, Josh. Sorry. <laughs> Never a letter Did you read it? You're a godsend. Save you. Letters to box cutters this week comes to you courtesy of Australia Post. I was just going to say the email. Ah, hooray at boxcutters.net. <laughs> and keep sending them in. Yeah, we love them. We love we getting them. We so do love them. We do. And but less of those. Increase your penis size by this software. You've won the Spanish lottery. Ones more of the. Uh, more of the hey box cutters, I want to talk about this. And thanks so much to Alex Expo uh, for the uh, invitations to BitMe TV. I'm uh, just getting into it and uh, liking it a lot for a lot of the stuff that they're there. I, th- but- I thought Alex wanted to be Alex box cutter. Didn't he say Expo last week? No, no. I think he I, said I was Alex- sure he said. I he think he said Expo. Alex box cutter. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of Alex... Oh, I've got an email from Alex. Uh, he's written it to hooray at boxcutters.net. Thanks, Alex Boxcutter. He says, cool show again. The guy you had in from Triple R, Tom Elliott, was great. It was cool get, to get his ideas on the state of the industry. And I, for one, vote that from now on, you refer to Eddie as Eddie the Axe. I would like to... Refer to Eddie as Eddie the Axe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's. That's it. What about uh, from uh, now on? The dog from Fraser will be Eddie the Axe. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that with the other Eddie, Eddie Maguire, maybe we could have a ban on him, like we've got a ban on Jessica. Oh, Ooh. I mentioned her already. Oh. Ah, loser. <laughs> I think I think you meant uh, Jess Maguire. All oh, right, no. Right. Why would we ban her? I don't know. I couldn't work out. Maybe because she was drunk all the time. <laughs> a letter from our very dear, friendly listener, Kerry or Kerbo. Dearest box cutters, first I'd like to thank you Kerry for putting me onto TV shows that I might not have watched otherwise. I just finished the first season of Huff on DVD. Loved it. Ross, have you watched anything beyond the second episode? I, I can't bring myself to do it. No, fair enough to. Deadwood is another show I love that you recommended. I, I Almost through season two, it's got way too many... And and 
to ever make it onto free to air, but they like beep, but beep, I can't beep, oh, beep, beep. I thought it was sucker. The, I thought it was Cuck the. Uh, I thought it was the one who works in the whorehouse who's always sweeping up. Oh, uh, What's the, her gimp, name? the gimp. The gimp. Yeah. She's uh, she's great. She's such well, you a thought great... Kerry was the gimp. No, I didn't think Kerry was what are you the saying? gimp. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but I can't understand why Huff hasn't been given a chance at a more reasonable hour. It's completely buried and wasted in the AM time slots. I seem to remember one case of full frontal nudity, but it's no more scandalous than other shows I've seen. They also buried season two of The L Word at a post 12 AM time slot. I missed all but a few episodes. I would have thought there'd be a market for a show about a bunch of implausibly gorgeous women making out with each other, but someone told me there was some kind of Christian protest. Bah! Thanks Christian to you. protest over here or in the states? Over here, really? Over here, there was there was. Uh, what happened with the L word was uh, it replaced Buffy's time slot. Buffy was moved to another night, mm-hmm. and uh, and the L word went to. I think the L word went to Tuesday night. Buffy moved to Wednesday night, something like that. And uh, some advertisers pulled their advertising. Now, the Christian group said, "Hooray! It's because of all of our work." that uh, the advertisers have pulled their advertising from the L word. But really it was because they had bought advertising for, for the Buffy time slot right. and it was no longer in Buffy. And so they pulled it oh, for, okay. for that reason. But there, there were uh, Christian groups who were quite angry about the idea of there being lesbians on television. Mm. Heaven forbid. Mm. Freaking Christian supremacists. Thanks to you. I also gave lost a second chance. I watched the pilot on the telly, but thought, yeah, yeah, stranded on an island, there's a monster, how are they going to be rescued, yawn. But you guys prompted me to get out the first season on DVD, I'm now a convert, but here's the thing, I'm I'm just not enjoying the second season as much as the first. Initially, I thought it was just the same crack-smoking problem Josh had, but now I think it's probably because I watched the first season on DVD. Seeing it on TV once a week, even if I tape it and fast-forward, the ads just isn't the same. I've gone the DVD route with Huff... Deadwood, Arrested Development, Scrubs, etc., etc., even if I'm behind. I've decided I'd rather wait for the DVD than juggle the TV guide, the unreliable networks, and my dodgy video recorder. The discussion with Tom Elliott about the future of the commercial TV networks in the last ep was interesting. I'm a bit backward with new media, and I don't download anything from the internet, but I guess I'm part of the problem because I'm not watching, but heading for the video store instead. But without you square-eyed guys to tell me what's worth watching, I might not know what to borrow. P.S. Brett, everyone I know who watched the final episode of Six Feet Under Cry at the ending I hope the person who got cut off before the end found a friend who got the whole thing my tape's doing the rounds at the moment good for you Kerry that you got into Lost after we recommended it I did just quickly want to say before we finish that uh, I've spoken to quite a few people who have had that problem with Lost who watched the first series on DVD got into it and thought oh we'll watch the second series on TV just wait Uh, you just can't do it no You, you cannot do it to go uh, um, I've gone the other way. I've, I watched the first series on uh, on TV, on TV, and I've watched the second series via downloads, um, minus ads, of course, and that's that's worked a treat. That's worked much better. I can't imagine going back the other way, Kerry. There's lots of people who are having that same problem. Yeah, just just wait. It, it's worth the wait. It is. It is. How many ads for Pepsi Max can you have? Oh, as many as I like. No, no, no. I mean. Pepsi Max sponsor it. There's ads oh, for Pepsi right. Max all the way through Lost. Uh, yeah. Send your letters to Boxcutters to hooray at boxcutters.net. Kerry also sent us a picture of herself, which I think we'll put up on the website. Yeah, we will. We'll do it.
What an odd time to, to start showing some new shows on television. It is an odd time, but there's, uh, there's quite a few of them. Yeah, because we're, we're well past the 13-week uh, kind of midpoint. Mm. Uh, it, it's a weird but time. it's only three months. I mean, we've got more than three months till the end of the ratings period. I know. It's just, it just seems weird. I, I think usually, usually, usually they're a little bit later. Usually, usually they, they start after Wimbledon finishes. Yeah, yeah. Sort well, of. well, Channel 7's done the same thing as they did at the start of the year, which was get, get a couple of weeks to jump on Channel 9, get the, the viewers in well, more than with that, a bit more of loyalty. Well, more than that with 24. More, I mean, they've, they've shown a quarter of the... A quarter of the series, because well, they're in showing two like weeks. eight yeah. episodes a week or something. Yeah. Or twenty-four. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, That's actually a I'm, third of the series. I'm keeping up with uh, keeping up with twenty-four this season. I I actually quite like it, Josh. I know you've seen most or all. I've, I've seen all of it. Uh, it's 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 pretty good, isn't it? It is it is a lot of fun up until around hour nineteen, and then it just loses the plot completely. Oh really? Even then, it's still fun. Yeah, but but it's plotless. It just. <laughs> Just ridiculous. You go, who's the villain now? What? Because as with every season of 24, the villain changes, you know, yeah. every four or five yeah. episodes until it reaches just this ridiculous climax. Okay. Where it, it's no longer exciting, but now hilarious. Okay. Well, I'm up to, uh, I'm up to episode six and, and yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. Apparently it's rating very, very poorly though. Which Would is, that have which anything to do with showing four episodes in two nights? Uh, it could. I I mean, obviously, Channel 7 were hoping to build up a bit of momentum with that. Uh, I actually think uh, it, it might be a little tough for audiences. It, it's it's quite a harsh show in a lot of ways. There's a lot of well, yeah. torture... There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of death and violence. Uh, it's not like your CSI where that's all kind of happened and they're just exploring what's happened. It's kind of in your face. I, I don't know. That's it's, and it's you know it's it's quite realistic and yeah. In this series, Jack Bauer is is quite black hearted. Yeah. There's uh, there is well no he's been going that way for a while since he was a drug addict in well, yes. series three. three. <laughs> but now there is absolutely no mercy. So that was whatsoever. a couple of days ago. Yeah, a couple of days yeah. ago. Uh, but but we're talking about new shows. Yes. Uh, we were talking about uh, whatever that... Uh, <coughs> what's good for you being yep. renewed. Yep. Uh, Channel 9 have two more health shows starting this Sunday. Uh, they've got You Are What You Eat returning, and they've got Turn Back the Clock, which is basically You Are What You Eat again. So they've got an hour <laughs> of that on uh, 6.30 Sunday nights. I, I really don't know what is with all this... Eating television. So is that uh, up against Star Singers? Yes, that would be up against Star Singers. You, you are what you eat, but you might not be what you regurgitate. Is that the? I think I think right. that's pretty much it. Uh, Channel Ten, of course, have uh, "You're Killing the Kids" coming soon, which they're yes. advertising already uh, on Monday nights. Or is it "Honey, We're Killing the Kids"? Uh, maybe it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on Monday night, sees the return of Numbers. Oh, num threeers, num threeers, which no one cares about. On Tuesday night, on Cutting Edge, there looks like a very interesting doco on uh, <coughs> on Google. Oh, yes, yes, that looks fascinating. So uh, yeah, that'll be well worth a look. And uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. So tonight, uh, How I Met Your Mother, which we've talked about, and my name, my is, name is Earl, Earl, are both starting next Thursday on Channel Nine. Two and a half men is returning. Tentpole. <laughs> what a tentpole that is. And the show that uh, Jim Shembury in this week's Green Guide calls effortlessly funny, The New Adventures of Old Christine, <coughs> is also is also showing. Uh, That's made me gag. <laughs> 
Interestingly, with with these two, that they're uh, they're putting them on at eight thirty on a Thursday night, eight thirty to nine thirty. That's an odd slot. That is an odd slot. That's more of a US TV slot. I would say a, a US drama slot. US drama? No, comedies as well. Like uh, Simpsons usually screens. Well, hang on, that's, Simpsons usually screens at nine o'clock on a on a whatever night. Oh, it's you on mean over in there. the US? Yeah, sorry, oh, in okay. the US. Yeah, yeah, it's a drama slot in, in the way Australian television <coughs> works. It's a drama slot, but over there, eight thirty to nine thirty is much more of a of a sitcom slot. Yes, yeah, they yeah. also tend to start uh, their slots on the hour. Yeah, which is which is odd. Yeah, that but is, yeah, that, that, that is, that is strange. strange for Channel Nine to do that. Yeah, a couple of just a couple of things just quickly. Brett, your guilty pleasure has gone from Sunday nights at seven thirty to nine thirty on a Tuesday night. Ghost Whisperer. Yes. Any? Do you think there's I, any I reason for this? I forgot to change the the video recorder this week. So I think <laughs> but, but do you think there's any reason for this? This seems like I mean it's it's a family friendly show. Nine thirty isn't a family friendly slot. No, no, but it was on Tuesday nights, wasn't it? It yeah. wasn't in, it wasn't on Sundays oh, for long. It was it was Tuesday after All Saints. So yeah. so it didn't it didn't do too well on the Sunday night. Do you think, or it was always the plan to put it back here, or? I haven't looked. Huh. Anyway. Um, but but last Sunday was a, a two-hour episode of Star Singers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, nobody cares because nobody watched it, but Commander-in-Chief's gone. Yeah, no one cares. Gone for good? Well, I assume It's gone so. in the States. It's gone in gone the States, but uh, just got, uh, it got pulled to make way for Grey's Anatomy on Channel 7, so uh, I assume it's gone for good. And if you're looking for any... Uh, any kind of random shows, any kind of random showing of Seinfeld, Channel 10 kind of put them on, and they're putting them on random episodes at random times. Oh, fantastic. There was some, like s- well, some Saturday afternoon, some three o'clock in the morning, some 11 o'clock at night. But it they just, didn't put them in for uh, uh, Big Brother AO. No, they didn't. They didn't. They've got numbers coming back. <laughs> oh, that's no, going there. Yeah. Okay. But, no, but last week they put uh, an adults-only Simpsons two repeat. adults-only. Two adults-only Simpsons Oh, Simpsons did repeats. they put that instead of Big Brother adults-only yeah. last week? Oh, okay. That's interesting. Speaking of repeats, uh, Hey Hey by was request. a repeat from oh, like God. 98 or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was Hey Hey by Request 3. Which can was, I request they not put it on anymore? Oh, please, 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 please. <laughs> There's nobody there to listen anymore. <laughs> Everyone's moving out of Bendigo Street. I also, uh, I also want to mention. I know a few of our listeners, such as Kerry, are trying to watch Lost from the Channel Seven feed. You know, weekly. Next week's episode is a repeat. It's one of their catch-up episodes. If you've never seen Lost before, it might be worth watching. If you are a Lost fan and you're expecting a new episode, don't watch it. It will just piss you off. Well, no, it have, will. Don't they usually put in some no. extra couple of hints? Oh, yeah, no, but, but even if they do, this. If, if, <laughs> if you're expecting a new episode, it's not worth watching. Okay, you want. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, there, there was an affidavit kind of flying around through Karaki's email this week. Um, if you're a friend of ours, we could probably forward you one. Send us an email at hooray.boxcutters.net. I'm not touching that, Brett. You, it's, all, it's all you. We're not publishing it. It's all you. We're not publishing you. it. <laughs> I've, uh, Only if you're our friend. I've had, <laughs> I've had warnings from lawyers. I can't do that. Uh, that's Box Cutters. Really, have you? That's Box Cutters for another week. It's been episode 41. Thank you very much to 3RRR, whose studios we use for recording this podcast. Thank you very much to our guests. Yes. If you, uh, if you do happen to come we across... We this week. If you do happen to come across any copies of The Collector and want to buy them for me, that'd be great. I'm willing to pay up to twice 
cost value. Up to four dollars. Plus, <laughs> would you also pay for postage? You'd pay I'd, for I'd postage. pay for postage. Yeah, all right. I, actually, I'd probably be too cheap. I'd probably drive around to the house. And pick it up. <laughs> Next week, we've got a special co-host. It'll be four of us in the studio. Oh, Rick Hardy. Oh, very excellent. Exciting. Yep, I can't wait for that. Until then, my name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be <laughs> Brett Cropley. <laughs> I thought you forgot your name for a minute. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again same time next week. <laughs> Stop that up. And hey, let's be careful out there. Same bad time, same bad time. No, you stuffed it up. You don't get to do it. You don't get to do it. Okay. We'll, we'll just re-record this bit. I'll take that back. <laughs> I didn't do it. Ignore it. Didn't happen. <laughs>